Welcome to the Fod Eater Fod Pass. <laughs> hey everybody, it's Froth here with Fod Eater Podcast and Blog. Thank you for listening. Hope you're doing well. Happy Friday. I'm in a good mood. Get my little sweetie back today. So we're going to go out to dinner, celebrate her coming back and everything. So excited about that. So for 5 Minute Friday today though, I, uh, I was looking at this Sage Advice uh, site that I follow along i mentioned it on hump day bloggerama before and they put up a tweet by sean merwin who is a fairly well-known um author for dnd is one of the D, uh, dm guild adepts and uh, i believe one of the co-writers on the new acquisition and incorporated books and they put up a post this is important if you can avoid empty boring rooms avoid them if you can't sometimes you can't do something to make them at least semi-interesting put in an object that's unusual uh, that the characters can explore, etc. And um, you know, what? I have to say, I disagree with that. I like there being some empty rooms and things that, uh, you know, if if everything is this something big and exciting, it ends up getting that fourth edition dungeon um, design where it's uh, it's a slog and. And honestly, it doesn't make sense. I like an empty room. It gives a, like, you know, if, if every room's something big and major, I don't think you could ever do a mega dungeon. And uh, empty rooms or rooms without, you know, much going on give the give the place an ancient lived-in feel. You know, like just one room with maybe a scorch mark on the wall. You know, there's a fire in here, huh? Um, and so, anyway, I put up a couple of posts that uh, when I was Googling empty dungeon rooms for an image... Uh, that I came across one over at uh, Semper Initiativus Unum or Initiative One dot blogspot dot com. They put up a post the Dow of the Empty Room back in 2016, and then they referenced a post on Grognardia about empty rooms. And I remember when James was doing Dwemer Mount years ago that a lot of people jumped on him for having some rooms where it was like rooms empty except for a rat and like seven pieces of you know copper pieces but it's really going by the original odd rules for for one thing but for another if every room is some kind of you know major like i said set piece or lots going on it it, uh, i mean i'm not looking for realism in my game but it's even less realistic you know I, i I think that some empty rooms, some rooms where there's not much going on, reinforce the nature of the dungeons. And then like uh, like they mentioned over at uh, the Dow of the Empty Room, uh, this is Wayne Rossi's blog. Wayne mentions uh, there could be structural reasons for the room to be empty. Uh, if there's a large pool of standing water, perhaps the room's unsound. Maybe there's lots of mold and mildew and things that want to live in there. A bunch of other ideas. So anyway... Go over to the Thought Eater blog. I've got all these links up so you can check it out and uh, see what you think. And then I'm curious if, uh, are you on the side of empty rooms? You like them? So-called boring empty rooms? Good or bad? Love them? Hate them? You can call in on the thought on the Anchor app. Send me an email, frothsoftfrothsof at gmail.com. Check it out again at the Thought Eater blog, frothsoftfrothsofdnd.blogspot.com. Again, appreciate y'all listening. Hope you have a great weekend. Thanks to my patrons on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash thought eater. Logan, where you at? Sickly platypus, a psychic grenade.
Zeroing in on your mental trade. Gonna help you escape from the grind. Thought eater gonna blow your mind.